You're listening to the Sportsman's Empire Podcast Network brought to you by Full Sneak Gear. Check out their entire lineup at fullsneakgear.com. Also be sure to check out our entire stable of podcasts at sportsmansempire.com. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. You're listening to the Sportsman's Nation Podcast Network brought to you by Onyx Maps and Onyx Hunt. Onyx Maps is an app you simply download to your phone, you pay for the service, and it allows you to do one of a hundred different things on their digital maps. You can look at satellite imagery, you can use topographic maps, you can use a hybrid of both, you can leave waypoints on these maps based off of the information that you gather like deer bedding areas, trails, rubs, scrapes, even trailheads. You can leave breadcrumbs and mark your way into an area so that at dark you can get out easy and vice versa for let's say like morning hunts. You can locate glassing positions. It's literally a a device it's almost a a piece of hunting gear that i feel every single hunter needs to have in their repertoire the best part is you can save a map to your phone and then you don't need any type of network service or cell service for this app to work it works alongside your phone's gps so you know where you are at at all times if you want to find out more information about onyx maps visit onyxmaps.com or download it at your favorite app store what up what up what up this is the hunting gear podcast i'm your host dan johnson and today me and bob are still dropping episodes from the 2020 ATA show and on this episode we are talking with Alex Rich of Mystery Ranch and Alex kind of schools us on the uh, importance of a good backpack. He talks to us about their material, he talks to us about their design, their engineering and what makes a really good backpack. I'll be honest for years I used to overlook the backpack. I had a some Walmart special right cost me like 20 bucks and I had it for multiple years and I felt like I was always struggling with getting stuff in and out carrying the right things making things fit into my whitetail backpack and then as I start making my trips west to hunt out in the middle of nowhere I have soon realized the importance of a really good backpack and uh, Alex kind of fills us in on all that information today. We got a, a really short intro because I want to get to this podcast and uh, I don't really have anything else to say other than listen to this, go to the Nine Finger Chronicles or the Hybrid Outdoor Instagram page and uh, hit us up with any questions. If you guys feel like you want us to reach out to a specific company or a specific gear nut individual who has uh, a lot to say about hunting gear and equipment 
hit us up, send us a DM, and we will see what we can do. So let's get into today's hunting gear podcast with Alex Rich of Mystery Ranch. All right, everybody. Uh, this episode is being recorded live. It's not, well, we're not live because people aren't listening to this, this does while not we're talking. Yeah. Live. <laughs> not <Yeah>. live. <laughs> so what? Delayed? Recorded. Recorded, yes. <laughs> Pre- on location. Yeah, on location. There you go. Previously recorded on location <laughs> at the ATA show. Reporting from the field. <laughs> Reporting from the field. I'm sitting across from Alex Rich of Mystery Ranch. Alex, what's up, man? How's it going, guys? It's going good. Going good. Backpacks. Yeah. Nothing are, but backpacks. Are backpacks a sexy product? I think they are. Yeah? Yeah. That's why I got into the industry. It's to Just because they're sexy. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to I get into a whole bunch of things about backpacks. But first, uh, can you do me a favor and tell me what is your role within a Mystery Ranch? Sure. Um, yeah, I've been at Mystery Ranch for uh, seven and a half years now. Um, I'm a product designer. Um, generally focusing on mostly hunting and outdoor um dabble a little bit in some of our other markets as well yeah. um, but primarily focusing on that hunting and outdoor stuff okay so bob kind of schooled me in on mystery ranch i th- literally thought that you guys were just an outdoor company but it sounds like you have a a, a broader uh, space yeah we do um we work in several different markets um uh, military wildland firefighting, hunting, and outdoor. And okay. outdoor covers everything from like technical climbing packs all the way down through um, travel, as well as like everyday carry type stuff too. Gotcha. So you guys, how, is there any carryover between those industries? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so our product development department, um, all of those markets work in the same room. Um, so we're kind of always like stealing ideas from one another. Uh, you know, like when everybody works in the same room, like somebody does something cool and you're just like, hey, that's awesome. I could use it in this application and vice versa. So, you know, it's kind of sweet to ever, for everyone to be in the same environment, you know, kind of trading ideas and that yeah. sort of thing. Can you give us a, a specific, let's say, I don't know, is the, is the correct term tactical? Uh, Mil- like, we, we usually say military. Military, okay. Yeah. Um, so are there any crossover as far as uh, products or functions or uh, material that goes from military to outdoors um military to hunting is kind of usually like that that product path okay um and and that's actually how the hunting line came to be is we were making military packs um with that overload system the overload system was originally designed to you know carry like mortars sniper systems that sort of thing like big heavy stuff um that the military was trying to you know carry from drop zones or whatever um and guys internally at mystery ranch were like hey that would be a great pack to carry an elk quarter. Um, so they were actually using those military packs to carry around elk quarters and that sort of thing. Um, and that kind of gave birth, you know, through necessity to right. the Mystery Ranch hunting line. Okay. All right. So I'm going to take a couple backward steps here. And I want to ask you a very broad question. And okay. you, can, you can answer it for the Western guy or you can answer it for the whitetail guy or both. What makes a good backpack? Um, the most the most challenging thing about making a good backpack and also like when you do it correctly makes kind of the best backpack yeah is actually the kind of user pack interface um so the challenge is like you know the human body is like um not only a very dynamic shape but 
there's also a broad range of different shapes and sizes of the human body. So the yeah. biggest challenge is like trying to get um, those packs to really interface with you know different shapes and sizes of people and have the pack carry effectively and very efficiently. So right. um, I think you know in my opinion that's kind of like what separates like a really great pack from you know something that doesn't carry quite as well. Right. Is adjustability a necessity or do you guys make packs like different packs for different size people? Um, I think adjustability is like really, really important to us. Um, not all of our packs are adjustable. However, when you get into like the bigger, um, especially like load hauling, you know, expedition style packs, like that adjustability is pretty key. Mm -hmm. um, so like our yoke system is like a telescoping yoke. Um, and that's pretty important because like people's torsos are different sizes. Um, so that telescoping yoke lets you fit like a broad range of people um, you know, based on their different height or torso length. Um, there's even been times in the field where based on my loadout, you know, I'm adjusting that torso length on the fly. So, you know, if I just have a really light load when I'm going in hunting, um, you know, I have that yoke at a certain length. And then, you know, if I get something on the ground and I'm really stacking my pack, you know, getting into that 100 pound range, like I'll even, I'll shorten that yoke up a little bit. Um, you know, so that everything's like really a nice tight package. I'm carrying the weight, you know, where I'm supposed to. Right. Um, so like that adjustability is kind of like what allows you to do that. Whereas like, you know, packs that like have a very fixed um, frame and harnessing height, like you don't have that availability and it's not going to fit everyone very well. Right. Now, me personally, I have never, I've, had, I've worn one, you know, to test it out, but mm -hmm. I've never actually used a Mystery Ranch backpack. And I want to kind of ask Bob a question here. You have a mystery ranch. What yes. what turned you on to a mystery ranch? Uh, an issue with hauling two elk out of a mountain in the same week with not a mystery ranch backpack. the the uh, The meat shelf of the backpack I was using was huge issues, and I was with Chris Nolan, who works with Mystery Ranch. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a connection. Yep, there's a connection there, and he was like, what are you doing? Yeah. And he's like, I got to get you into a Mystery Ranch backpack. I got to get you, um, you need something that has the the overload shelf yeah. to make this easier on not only you, but, but me too. Right. Because he was helping me get my pack on. He was helping me adjust it when it was on, stuff like that, because it just, it wasn't adjustable. Yeah. And it did carry right. Okay. So. One of the things that you know, when we're talking to people that, you know, might live in the Midwest or something that are going to come out to the mountain states and do some hunting, that yeah. like the two things you really need are a great pair of boots and a good backpack, yeah. mm -hmm. you know, and it only takes one trip to find out why that's true. Yes. Yep. Yeah. I, I completely agree with that statement. I did not realize how important the backpack was until I really needed a good backpack. Yeah. Right. And, uh, that was, that was the experience I had in my first Colorado elk hunt. Um, just, I don't know. It, it just sucked. So, you know, you got to do a lot of research and find out what uh, what's good for you. Now, kind of circling back and talking about the material. Mm -hmm. Man, I, I've had some I've had some conversations with some guys who I think are brilliant at designing stuff. Uh, one of the owners of a previous company, Tinzing. Uh, I think I think that that company's changed a lot since uh, from what it was all these years ago, mm -hmm. but I got a chance to sit down and talk with a guy who actually designs it, and he's ta he talks about the importance of, of the material and the design. What is special about Mystery Ranch as far as the material and design? Um, 
So like one of the primary things that you'll notice about like Mr. Ranch packs is we usually um, are using like a Cordura material. Um, you know, in most of our like expedition size hunting packs, it's a 500 denner Cordura. Yeah. In some of our smaller packs, we use like a 330. Um, and that's a, a nylon material. So getting kind of down in the weeds about like why that material is special is um, like kind of on a microscopic level, those fibers are, um, they're kind of hairy, yeah. if you will. Um, so when it's woven together, those hairs will en end up like binding together, you know, kind of like, you know, hook and loop um, Velcro. Mm -hmm. sure. um, so that like really helps the strength and integrity of that. Um, and we haven't really delved into like quiet fabrics or anything like that because like the materials that we work with have some of the best like strength to weight ratios um, okay. on the market, you know, and Mr. Ranch has like a big promise in durability. Um, all of our packs are backed by a lifetime guarantee. Um, so we're, you know, we're really happy with like the materials that we have selected, you know, and going to something that, you know, might be a little bit, um, you know, quieter or something like that. Like we just, we haven't seen like, you know, the specs high enough to, you know, make us want to use like a different material. So, okay. um, and in our framing, uh, we use, you know, some pretty high grade stuff, you know, like carbon, um, carbon rods is what we make our guide light MT frame out of, um, you know, really strong, you know, but it also has a little bit of flex um, that, you know, really works with you when you're out in the field, um, you know, so it doesn't feel like you're strapped to a backboard or anything. Like there's a little bit of movement um, that we're, you know, kind of giving the user, which is really important. Um, and then on some of our other framing um, pieces, like um, the piece that sits inside the yoke that we call the, um, the adjuster. Okay. Um, we <laughs> went through a quite an extensive series of testing um to find like the very right material to make that out of okay um you know and plastics can be pretty brittle um and we've got it to the point where you can pull that piece out put it on a piece of concrete and jump on it repeatedly and that piece isn't going to break oh nice um so you know that again that durability is like super important to us um and then in the new pop-up frame uh, which I imagine we'll get into in a little bit here um the aluminum that we're using in that is um, like a 775 aluminum, so it's super strong. Um, you know, especially when using aluminum, if you use like not a strong enough aluminum and it bends, like that's it. Like yeah. your frame's compromised. Right. Um, right. You know, and we've even, you know, in our stress testing of this um, particular aluminum stock, um, you know, bent it to a point you know, loaded up with, you know, a couple hundred pounds, you know, misshaped it, but it still functions. Right. So, you know, we're, we again, put like a huge emphasis on the durability and quality of our um, backpacks. And that goes all the way down to, you know, the material level. Yeah. Let's, does, go ahead. Does durability with Mystery Ranch also factor into the simplicity of your guys' backpacks? Like this, there's not a ton, like, especially on like the, the Metcalf or, even, I mean, this is the pop-up 38 sitting in front of us, but there's not, you don't have a lot of organizational features uh, as far as zippers and different pockets and stuff like that that you'd find on, say, like a Tenzing or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Does that go because of um, the not, less zippers, the less can go wrong in the... Not not necessarily. Um, I think kind of that more Spartan look to some of, especially our expedition bags, is kind okay. of, um, you know, based out of like that lightweight mentality. Okay. Um, you know, the more zipper you add to a bag, that's like a pretty significant weight increase, like right off the bat. Okay. Um, so, and the other thing that people don't think about too, is like the number of sliders that are on a bag. Um, so that's the portion of the zipper that's actually, you know, moving and doing the work. Um, you know, those are made out of metal, metal's dense and heavy. 
you yeah. know, so the yeah. more sliders you have on a bag, um, that weight's going to go up. Yeah. Um, also, um, some other pack companies out there are using like um, a number five, sometimes even smaller zipper. Um, mm -hmm. So like, you know, small zippers that you'd find on apparel pieces, they're using on their packs. Uh, what we've found is like, those zippers just don't hold up to like that long-term wear and tear. Um, right. So we, you know, any main opening of our bag is usually going to be a, num a number 10, um, which is pretty, pretty fat, um, right. but super strong. Um, and then for all of our other pockets, we're using a number eight zipper, which um, good quality zipper, but like to, you know, again, to kind of contrast with some of our competitors, they're using that number eight as their main opening. And we're kind of like shifting up a notch to, you know, yeah. really give it some durability. So when you sit around the design table and you have these discussions with the other guys uh, that work there, how do you know what you want to, to build? I mean, from a, it needs to have pockets. I mean, do you guys have checklists or do you like pull from different things as far as um, zippers or container, like uh, containment areas or, uh, you know, things on the side to hold guns or sure. straps or how, how does that look? Um, so... Uh, a lot of times people think that like designs are just kind of like pulled out of the ether. Yeah. Um, you know, it doesn't really work like that. Um, typically like we have a, an end user in mind or a specific use in mind. And yeah. that's kind of what shapes or dictates um, what a lot of the, you know, kind of feature set is about. And then a lot of the design work that comes in is like how to arrange those in like a functional way. Um, yeah. In a usable way as well. Um, so like the Metcalf, um, which you brought up, Bob, um, like I said, that thing's pretty Spartan. Um, yeah. And that's because, like, you know, people are using, typically using the main volume of that bag, you know, for, like, a lot of their camp type stuff. So when they're packing in, they don't need a ton of, like, little pockets or accessories or anything. They just need a big bag to fit all their, you know, camping essentials in. And then once they get to camp and they're spiking out, they just drop the contents of that. And then they're using primarily their lid, um, you know, as, like, their day hunting, you know, capacity. Yeah. So, um there wasn't like a huge need on that particular pack to like do a ton of like organization. Um, and then contrasting that with like one of our smaller bags, the Pintler, um, for 2020 this year, we redid that bag and we put in a ton of pockets and everything. So, you know, if you're just hunting out of the truck and you want like, you know, a specific spot for like, you know, your knife, kill kit, first aid kit, that sort of thing. Like in that pack, we have like specific organization. So, right. you know, it's, it's kind of like, like I said, having two different hunters in mind, okay. um, you know, and, you know, like the whitetail users, like it's a totally different feature set in that, in the um, treehouse yeah. than it is, you know, obviously going to be in like the Pentler or the, the Metcalf. Right. Let's talk about, you mentioned the, uh, the pop-up mm -hmm. and the aluminum design that goes into that. Sure. Go ahead. Yeah. So um, for 2020, we're introducing, um, well, we redesigned the pop-up frame. Um, previously it was kind of on a tent pole style construction, yeah. um, where the frame would collapse away. And then, you know, if you need to carry a heavier load, uh, you know, get an animal on the ground, what have you, that, um, frame would then extend up and snap together, fit together just like a tent pole would. Okay. Um, and that's kind of what gave you that increased low lifter angle to kind of give you that more efficient loadout. Yeah. Um, what we decided to do this year is, um, go to more of a trekking pole style. Okay. Um, and there's a couple really cool features about that trekking pole style thing. Um, it's stronger than the tent pole system. Uh, you know, we, we were able to use like a larger diameter, um, larger diameter frame stock um, to build that out of than we were able to do with the tent pole um, solution. 
Um, the other thing that's really unique and going back to, you know, kind of that fit promise that we have for, you know, our customers is um, because it's a trekking pole style attachment that frame telescopes and because that frame telescopes and our yoke telescopes, we can fit like a really wide variety of um, different sized people, you know, so from, you know, really tall guys all the way down to, you know, small guys, small gals, what have you, um, like we can get like a custom fit based on that frame height and that, um, and the yoke height. Yeah. So you guys have introduced a whitetail pack this year as well, right? Uh, the whitetail pack's actually been in the line for three years. Now. Three years now. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, um, I, I knew, I knew that mystery ranch was a, a backpack company, but you know, I, you know, from a very high level, I just thought Western gear, mm -hmm. right? Oftentimes, and this, this is just my opinion and in what I've seen, is when you have a company who's really good at one thing, let's say like making Western packs, you guys are out of Bozeman, Montana, and then you decide, oh my God, we, let's, let's get into the whitetail space, mm -hmm. something that a company may not know anything about, or a whitetail, the whitetail space saying, now we want to get into the Western space, yeah. right? In my opinion, two completely different needs, two completely different, um, you know, I guess products and in, in, in the way that you use these products, mm -hmm. right? What was that transition that transition like for you guys? Was it something easy, or was it something that you had to do a lot of research into? So it is a little daunting, like trying to get into like a complete new user group, new yeah. market, that yeah. sort of thing. Um, but like one of the things that we like really try to focus on at Mister Ranch is like kind of like focusing on um, the specifics of like what makes a, back, a good backpack a good backpack kind of yeah. harkening back to like what we were talking about earlier yeah. is like you know if you're carrying gear the most important thing is like making that gear comfortable to carry yeah. you know number two is like figuring out that feature set um, and you know I mean we have plenty of connections you know friends people that work you know at Mr. Ranch that you know used to do some whitetail hunting or still do um, you know or some of our ambassadors that also do some whitetail hunting like We'll take care of the figuring out how to make the pack comfortable and how to fit well. And then we'll kind of lean on those other people to like, you know, kind of tell us what you guys need, yeah. you know, as far as the feature set. You know, and frankly, that's kind of what we do with like the military and the wildland firefighters is, you know, we're not necessarily experts in those fields. I right. mean, we have a few people that work for us that have a ton of experience. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we're usually going to special operations units to be like, okay, you guys tell us what you need. Right. Like, we'll make the pack comfortable and we'll outfit it the way that you guys want to use it. Okay, cool, man. So was it, like, was it difficult getting into the whitetail space then? I mean, as far as, I feel it's two different animals. It is and it isn't. So yeah. <clears throat> again, it's a backpack. Yeah. We're, we're really good at making backpacks. Right. Um, the introduction into like kind of that whitetail world um, is kind of slow. Um, and for us, it's kind of more been like a brand recognition thing gotcha. um, that we just like, we haven't been out in front of people for a very long time. You know, it's only been a few short years and we only have one pack in that offering right, right now. Right. Um, but every year, you know, we come to ATA, like just right now, you know, uh, like the first year we introduced it, there's a little bit of buzz mm -hmm. and then we got that out to a few people. And then the next year, yeah. a little bit more buzz, you know, got in, in front of some other people. You know, now we've got people that are coming, you know, from across the country, you know, to ATA just to talk to us about that pack in particular. Right. So, um, you know, it's just been kind of a slow uptick 
uh, as far as like buzz and brand awareness. Right. Um, but like, you know, as we, you know, spend more time in that space, people are starting to like really recognize that, hey, we make quality gear. Right. Uh, you know, and like the organization and everything like does work pretty well at a treat. So what about a backpack? I mean, is it is it a product or is it a category that is ever going to see a groundbreaking, earth-shattering change in technology or design? I guess that's kind of a difficult question. Like, you know, a levitating pack would be pretty cool. Yeah. Or you don't actually have to carry it, but <laughs> great answer, great yeah. answer. I feel like that one's coming. Yeah. You know. They might have predicted that coming in 2020 with the Jetsons, but uh, we don't see that happening. So. Basically just airdropping stuff to yeah. where you need it. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, I think the material front is yeah. definitely like one of those areas where like, you know, the 330 denier um, nylon that we're using on the new pop-up bags, right. um, that's kind of been like a really cool process to like, you know, be a part of because that, you know, traditionally like 500D was like the bare minimum that we would go, you know, yeah. and that's just based on, you know, all of our you know, all of our testing that we do in-house as far as tear strength, um, you know, hydrostatic pressure, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, and we've just been working really closely with some of our material suppliers, you know, like, hey, this is what our users are demanding. They want a lighter weight, yeah. you know, pack, therefore lighter weight material. Um, you know, and they've worked really hard, you know, with us to like kind of come up with these newer materials that like, I think the difference between the 500D and the 330D is like, it's, um, a third lighter than the 500. Yeah. Okay. And the tear strength is like, it's marginally lower than the 500D. Cool. So we still put the 500D on like our big expedition packs because there's a high demand for those users, you know, especially like the sheep hunters that are out for, you know, 14, maybe more days at a time, like their packs cannot fail. Right. You right. know, but right. you know, for some of these other packs, like, you know, we can experiment a little bit with, you know, some of these other materials and we've actually been pretty pleased with some of that lighter weight stuff. So uh, a general question here, when someone goes to buy a pack, mm -hmm. what are things that they need to be aware of as far as fit and feel? Um, so again, I'm gonna you know, hit on that um, like kind of pack user interface thing. Yeah. Um, you know, I think a lot of, oftentimes like customers are you know, really excited about like a certain feature set, camo option, uh, you know, kind of like the oohs and ahs of yeah. like the pack itself but the most important thing is actually how that pack is going to like integrate with your body yeah um so you know like in a good waist belt uh you know good shoulder pads i mean that's kind of our emphasis at mystery ranch is like it's not so much about the the pack bag itself it's more about the framing yeah. um you know and how that pack integrates with um how it comes over your shoulders how it sits on your hips that sort of thing so um you know we've put a ton of work in that um and i think that's kind of the area that we're definitely experts in so awesome you know when it comes to you know getting into a new market or something like that um you know we're not so concerned about figuring out how to make a, a bag work for that because you know it's putting pockets in different places what we're focused on is like making sure the framing works gotcha yeah. all right so here's your pitch uh did you have a question i will say one thing about fit these bags come with a how-to fit your bag onto your body my wife and i were elk hunting this year and after two days she's got a she's got a mystery ranch metcalf which they make for women as well mm -hmm. she was having a lot of shoulder pain a lot of back pain and she was complaining about it and i was like well is your backpack adjusted right she you know she's smarter than me yeah so yeah of course it is yeah i was like all right 
And after she complained about it about an hour later, I was like, give me your backpack. And I cinched everything down and fit it to her. And all the soreness went away. And the way that she carried the weight was proper. And she no longer had fatigue going on. Gotcha. So, as what, so what Alex has been saying about fit and function and stuff like that, definitely follow the directions on how to fit this it to your body. This is supposed to be an unbiased podcast, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> uh, and, yeah, and touching on that too, like one of the cool things about how like our fit and function works yeah. is, you know, if you're having trouble, like kind of dialing that in, you can actually have a buddy help you fit that yeah. while it's on your back. Yeah. So, you know, if you're trying to just like fine tune it, like you can be wearing it, have somebody else, you know, like, you know, use that adjuster to, you know, kind of adjust it to like that perfect torso length for you. Yeah. All right, so whether it's a, a Western guy, whether it's a whitetail guy, why should they consider Mystery Ranch as their next pack? Um, fit and function, man. Yeah. I mean, it, like to what Bob was talking about, like you only go out west once, you know, to like know that like a good backpack super important. Yeah. Um, you know, so like the way that we deal with, you know, our harnessing and everything, like it's important that, you know, a user, if they're carrying gear, um, has a good fitting backpack and frankly I think that you know we're one of the best in the industry um, in the industry of backpack making um, that makes a really good fitting backpack that's gonna you know potentially like make your experience out in the woods better you know it's mm-hmm. it's kind of like um, really good gear is something that you don't notice right you know so like you don't notice that your boots are good but you know when they're bad right so, you know, that's kind of like one of the things that we try to keep in mind, too, is like if your backpack isn't bucking you, it's not detracting for your experience. And that's, you know, kind of what we're trying to do is like make it so the backpack is comfortable and it's not there. And there you have it. Huge shout out to Alex for taking time out of his day to hop on the podcast and chit chat with us about Mystery Ranch Backpacks. Again, if there is a item that you want us to cover or a product category that you want us to cover here on the Hunting Gear Podcast, hit us up via uh, Instagram or Facebook, Nine Finger Chronicles or Hybrid Outdoors. And uh, yeah, that's about it. Hopefully everybody has a good rest of your week and we'll talk to you next time.